Hey everyone, good morning. Sort of good morning. It's the middle of the night, actually. This is Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's just after midnight. I have a client today, this morning, and I have a client tomorrow. So that kind of sparked my motivation to cover this topic. First and foremost, I definitely have to say thank you to everyone who has been supporting and following my podcast for the past two years or so. Every topic is different and I get motivated for different reasons. So I know that I've covered this before. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I don't think I've covered it on my podcast, but I'm, I know that I've posted about it and I definitely think, I definitely think um, that I blogged on the subject, so it's a little bit chilly in here. Try to get my voice together, my vocal cords. Um, so today's topic is really, really simple. I don't know how long this podcast episode is going to be. My day is going to be slightly off, but I definitely prefer morning shoots because I'm just my best early in the morning and then I have the remainder of my day to catch up on my beauty sleep and editing and then on the days that my husband is off which is this is one of them I get to spend my evenings with him so I have a lot of organization to do this weekend I got a lot of packages in I'm still in the middle of getting content for Atomic Chain Clothing for the 19 corsets that they sent me. And they just messaged me yesterday and notified me that they're going to be sending another shipment. So I got to get on the ball, but I've been really doing good. And my two models are definitely the one that I have today is going to be modeling and several corsets for the company so I'm excited so anyways today's topic research um, I just want to just get right to it and flat out say when someone is a professional and they are an expert and they specialize in a certain field specifically say a pinup or vintage stylist or a professional pinup or vintage photographer. Um, same thing when you're working with professional publications, professional, you know, designers, companies. People know when you haven't done any research. Now, here's the thing. If you've researched and somehow when the time comes to utilize that knowledge and to transform it, if you will, into skill, skill level at the right time, which would be during a photo shoot. Um, if you somehow can't retain information, then it's almost like you might as well have not done any at all. And for lack of a better term, you can't fool a professional into thinking that you've done the research. Now, with that said, the reason why I say research is important is because it does equal skill. Knowledge 
equals skill. Without it, it's going to be visible. I realize this is kind of like a however, comma type of thing. I realize that we go to professionals for the reason of them having the knowledge and having the skill, having the experience and having the expertise. But skill level is something that no one can do for you. And it's something that has to be expected to take time to acquire it. Some people learn, well, I say we all learn in different ways. Some people learn the same exact knowledge and develop skills at a different pace than other people do. But the bottom line is for anyone who does need improvement, does need knowledge to gain skills, you have to research. You have to research. You can do a dozen shoots and not have developed a single skill. You can do a dozen shoots and have developed some essential skills and still need to develop others. You can do a dozen shoots and have developed some skills and now you need to sharpen those skills and improve on those direct skills. You may not need to learn any others, even though I still think that's always going to be a factor. Um, But the skills that you have learned and developed, you actually have to improve on them and go further. I, I, I understand. I want to say this. I totally understand pinup being a hobby. Um, I can't relate, but yes, obviously I can understand. It's just like any hairstylist out there, um, or photographer, you know, when you market and promote and cater to the public, you're going to get a lot of people who are amateurs, people who have no desire to make pen up into a career. Um, some people do it once a year as a treat. Someone offers them a gift and it's in the form of a photo shoot. Some people do it, um, as often as they can. And that could mean a couple of times a year only. And then there are people who do it as often as they can, which is more often every, every other month, or at least once a month, they're doing a photo shoot all the way up to people who are wanting it to be a career and looking at it as a part-time career. Um, and I really, I haven't worked with often, um, any models that actually want pen up. I mean, actually want it as a career. And this is something that they plan on doing and transitioning whatever they're doing into a co- an actual career where they're investing money and making money in pinup. So again, I realize all the goals of every client that I've ever had and that I have as far as somebody that I'm working with on a continuous basis. I realize that everybody's different. Again, people learn different. People have different goals, which means their desires, their wants, their likes, their dislikes are all completely different. 
But to bring this back to the subject and full circle here, if you are not researching, it is going to show. If you are relying solely on your stylist and or your photographer to set everything up and to have everything completely ready to produce high quality images and to produce positive results, you still have to do your part with the skill level. You can, po you can be posed, you can have posing coaching. At the end of the day, when you, when you walk away and you received your image, images and you've studied your images, which is part of researching is studying your own images, um, what you see is what you get. The skill level is something that no one else can bring but you. Now, again, I have, when I think back to the different types of clients and models that I have, I have had out of, if we were to say a hundred, there has been five, and I've, that is a huge number. I would say definitely three clients, models that top come on the top of my head, off the top of my head, um, that I don't feel needed any training direction. Yes, they need a little bit of direction because um, they may not know the knowledge, have the knowledge on the era that we're doing. Or it may be something as simple as telling them to pose a certain way or to tilt their head up a certain way or move to the left two inches. Something Things like that, very, very simplistic things because they cannot see what I'm seeing through my camera lens or any photographer. But these are people, the very, very rare few group of people, not even a handful if that, um, that I just don't feel needed any training. The confidence level was there, which is extremely important. Um, the, the three people or so that I'm referring to did have previous modeling training and more so they had training and experience in acting and that has a lot to do with the confidence level but it has to do with the skills and the variety of poses and facial expressions and you know these three or so particular people just blew me out of the water I did not expect them to bring it so to speak um to that level of skill. I was shocked, pleasantly surprised, um, just pleasantly shocked. You know, I just was not expecting them to be that skilled. And this was like the first time that I worked with them, obviously. And then I think of someone, when we're just talking about skill, we're not talking about age, we're not talking about social rank, um, we're not talking about size, height, hair color, none of that. Um, but when I think of someone who would be the total opposite, I think of, um, let's just say two models and two clients in particular that I feel after dozens, which would mean over two dozen shoots, um, seem to never develop any skills at all. Not to say that they didn't have any at all but there was no development of those skills and they did not develop any new skills and this was after 
20, 20, 24, you know, two dozen shoots. And if you were to look at their pictures, there's no, there's no changes from, you know, the very first shoot and to the last. There's no humongous visible change in skill. And you will see a repeat of the same exact facial expressions and poses, no matter what the wardrobe and hair was, no matter what the style, theme, and era of the shoot. So, you know, it, there comes a point where if someone is an instructor and they're teaching, and you may not specifically be going to them just to be taught, but that's going to be part of it when you're working with me. And, you know, hence the word academy, pen-up academy, it means school. It means to learn. It means to develop skills. And when I'm thinking about those two particular people, it's like no matter how much guidance and posing instruction instructions that I gave them, if I were to walk away or just while they're shooting with the photographer or like I said, once we get the images and we were to if we were to look at them, you see the same thing over and over again. Um, and this was shoot after shoot after shoot, the same expressions, um, the same poses and you know, the only ones that were different was when I really stepped in and said, okay, please do this, please do that. But the bottom line is when they're really being themselves, quote unquote, they go back to the same expressions. I had a model, a client where we discussed specifically a certain facial expression that she was doing. Now this comes down to personal taste for me. Um, because I don't like this expression and it is something that I don't feel works within pen-up um, at all, which says a lot because there's so many different styles in pen-up, but I'm against this facial expression and we spoke about it because it was something that she was doing often enough to where it was like, okay, this isn't really fit what we're doing. And we discussed this and I think she was the one who initially brought up the conversation, brought up the topic. And we basically agreed that it did not flatter her. Um, it was something that I agreed to or said flat out. It just does not work for the style images that we are doing. And it definitely is not an expression that I would continue to use no matter how you're dressed or what the theme is because it does not fit. So we agreed upon that and it's like they're not doing any other type of modeling. They're not working with any other people um, and we're doing enough shoots where we're seeing each other and working together on a regular basis yet that same expression that we agreed was unflattering to her. And I definitely um, brought to light as it not being an expression that goes with pinup. And it, even if it was, it doesn't flatter her, period. So once again, we agreed to it. And then lo and behold, here comes that same expression again. I mean, one was at a boudoir shoot. Another was at, was during a shoot that was, um, 
a cheesecake pinup theme, which is two different themes. I mean, seriously, no matter what era you're going for, it could be the same era. There is such a huge difference in bourgeois, vintage bourgeois, versus um, classic cheesecake pinup or modern day pinup. Just like there's a difference in rockabilly and there's a difference in old Hollywood. There's a, there's a difference in true vintage, um, you know, styling and photography. So for me, like I said, we flat out agreed and went into detail of why that expression does not flatter her. And it's not something, but like I said, cheesecake pinup, bourgeois, um, another one was like a, a classic pinup basically cheesecake but more of a classic pinup um look shoot and and theme and like I said lo and behold here comes that same expression again so I'm here to tell you that as an instructor there's a few things you can't fool a professional into thinking that you've researched and if you've done the research meaning researched other pinups of today researched pinups of the past and you've researched your own images thoroughly there's no way that that's not going to show it's going to show and if for some reason you're not retaining that information if developing skills is important to you if having a variety of facial expressions is important to you if knowing what facial expressions flatter you and what poses flatter you and which ones don't that those things should be a factor if that's important to you then it's something that you're going to be aware of it's something that you're going to make a mental note of and it's something that you're going to utilize and implement and apply during your actual shoots if you're forgetting then again, what as an instructor can I do? I can continue to guide you and to pose you. What's going to happen on that day that we're no longer working together and you're working with a pennant photographer who, or you're working with a photographer who doesn't know that much about pennant. You're working with someone for the first time and you're not that comfortable with them at first you know, what's going to happen then? You're nine times out of 10, it's just clear logic that you're going to go back to those same expressions and poses. You have to break that pattern. And to me, the more research you do, the better. I've worked with people for say two years now. And, you know, I'm not talking it with about anybody in particular, but you know, Hey, if the shoe fits, I don't know. But I've worked with people for two years now where I can look back at their first pinup shoot that was two years ago. And yes, of course, we're going to see some improvement along the way, which is fabulous. But developing the skills that you already have is going, it's going to show if there's a need for it. If we can look back at your, your very first photo shoot from two years ago, and look at one that you did a month ago or two months ago or two days ago. Um, and we're seeing the same exact facial expression and poses. That is telling me right away that you have not 
done the research. And if, if, if it's a matter of you not remembering it, once again, I don't have any control over that. What if I set up a photo shoot with one of my personal photographers or a traveling photographer comes to town and we end up co-hosting a photo shoot together? What happens when I have to leave the room to go make a phone call or I have to leave the room to go style other models' hair? What happens then? I mean, after dozens of shoots, after two years of shoots, you're going to be completely lost? I, I don't understand that. That's when, as a teacher, as an instructor, that's when you start to doubt yourself and your efficiency to teach. And then I remember that, wait a minute, I have other clients that have definitely shown improvement that you can see visibly see they've done the research that they take guidance well but they also remember the things that I've instructed them so during the next shoot they're ready to apply those things and in the meantime again the research of pinup history the research of current pinups and actually going through your own images with a fine tooth comb being judgmental but not picky there's a complete difference um and you know one thing that i can say on a side note that i'm really over is models complaining about things that they have control over and i don't you know there are certain things that you have to do as the model to be prepared mentally to be emotionally prepared and to be physically prepared these are things that no one can do for you and like I was saying in theory if you had every single thing set up for you and all you had to do was arrive you still have to utilize the knowledge that is in your brain you still have to apply and put forth the skills that you have developed along with that knowledge and then you take your experience from each and every shoe and you utilize it I remember one girl brand new to pen up she said that she wanted to learn more facial expression and poses so she booked a class just for that we did not take any pictures we did not do any video there was no photographer there was no obviously no pictures there was no publication involved it was a one-on-one pinup posing class and I think maybe two days later or less than a week later was when her next shoot was I totally saw a complete difference with her um, I believe she wanted to take the class so she could have the knowledge so she could be more confident as well so it was about skill it was about confidence and it was about sitting in front of somebody who she thinks is a skilled professional who has an expertise within pinup and she wanted to learn one-on-one with me not behind a computer screen not while we were in the middle of an actual shoot um, but on her own time so she could actually take that information and utilize it and that's exactly what she did and there was a visible difference when I went to work with her the next time so my big thing is this if you've been in pinup for a while and when I say a while that could mean 
different things to different people. So if you've been doing pennant for a solid year or more, there are certain vintage starlets that you should automatically know when you see their picture. Make flashcards. <laughs> if you have a printer, you know, print out and, and write their names or have their names on, you know, the, the paper and print out a black and white picture of them and start to learn who these people were. Um, learn the history of each and every particular vintage starlet. This isn't something where you have a time limit or a time frame. It can be something ongoing. If you love pinup and you do the history of pinup, you're going to find so many starlets that you didn't know anything about. You're going to find ones that you really fancy and that you want to copy their style and their vibe and just the whole look that they had. You should be studying these people. You know, I, for people to tell me that they've researched, I guarantee you, if I showed a picture of 10 vintage starlets from 1920 through 1960 and just pick 10 random that were popular and that are my favorites, I guarantee you certain people will not be able to pass that test. And yet they've done shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot. You know, even with modern day pinup, you have to go back to the fundamentals and the history of actual pinup first. I mean, if, if this is something that you love doing, research should be a part of it. You should be excited to research. You should be excited to develop new skills and to actually improve on those skills, which is two totally different things. You can develop a skill. It doesn't mean you're the best at it yet. It doesn't mean, okay, I've developed it and that's it. No, you know, that's one part. Developing skills is one thing. And that comes from gaining knowledge, experience, and then taking it a step further and actually improving on those exact skills. That's a totally, completely different step in the process of advancing. And like I said, it's really hard for me to believe when people tell me that they've researched. I don't know what they're researching. I mean, researching pinups of the past is so important. Researching modern day pinups that you like, especially if you're more into modern pinup, you should be studying modern day pinup images. And there's, there's an endless amount out there. You have nothing but time because you're not on a deadline. This is not something that you need as a requirement or to be qualified for something. It's just something that is going to definitely improve your images. Now, I understand improving and developing skills and advancing and gaining more knowledge isn't necessarily a top priority for people who are in pinup as a hobby. But what I'm saying is you're going to see visibly see a difference in your images if you start to retain the information that you've learned during every shoot um, by researching pinups of the past and current modern day pinups. All of it comes together once you get ready to do the shoot. And like I said, what happens when we're not working together anymore? What happens when I set up a shoot 
and I'm not able to attend? What happens when I set up a shoot and I have other models to go see after and to style and you're left there with the photographer? Are you going to be able to utilize what you've learned in dozens of shoots? It, it really, I try not to focus on it, but it's very difficult for me to understand how someone can do a dozen shoots or two dozen shoots and very little vis visible improvement is, is there. You, it's just, it's, it astonishes me that, you know, and when someone says that they've done the research, but yet what they're showing is the exact opposite, that they haven't done it. And it's like, again, if you, if you do the research and you can't remember what you've learned, you've done dozens of shoots and you can't remember what someone specifically me taught you, then, you know, where did, where does that leave? Is it important enough for you to actually really start doing the research instead of saying that you have, is it really important enough for you to actually take some responsibility and developing knowledge and skill and then improving and going further? I mean, are you really going to leave everything up to the professionals that you're paying and continue to see the same expressions and the same poses and continue to see things in your images that you don't like? I mean, if there are certain poses that you don't like, why, why are you still doing them? If there's certain facial expressions that you don't like the way that it looks on you, why would you still be doing them? My whole thing is however you learn, whatever is the best, most efficient way for you to learn, make it a point to do that. I mean, to me, it, that is the simplest part because only you know what you need to learn. Only you know um, how you need to learn and how long it's going to take you the best way for you to retain information. I, it, it's just beyond me, something I cannot understand and I cannot relate to doing shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot. And somehow you're not remembering anything that you were taught. I, I don't understand that. It's like, however you need to retain information, do it that way. You know, make it a point to learn a different way. And this is my whole thing. If we've already discussed that there are facial expressions and poses that you should not be doing and you're continuing to do them, then maybe you actually need to take a class. You know, if, if, if a dozen or two dozen shoots has not stopped you from doing, from automatically doing those expressions or those poses and we're continuing to see the lack of variety in both, then, you know, at some point, aren't you going to say, okay, well, I really need to do something different here. I mean, I, I just don't under, it's just like, I can say it a million times. I hate to sound like a broken record. I really do. But it's just hard for me to understand how there's no development or there's very little, or there's been some development and skills but no improving on them when it shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot. I mean, I can't like, you know, all I can do is provide the information. Either it's retained or it's not. 
it just it's, it's just difficult for me to grasp doing something over and over and over and over again and yet it's it shows that I haven't done the research it shows that I haven't retained the information so that's my suggestion my professional suggestion to everyone out there everyone is different I wouldn't spend too much time comparing yourself to other people um, as far as how fast they develop skills as far as them you know succeeding at all these goals because I realize that you know for people who don't have goals with and pen up specifically there's going to be a lack of motivation there's going to be a lack of drive there's going to be a lack of awareness, self-awareness on what you're doing and the things that you should be doing to improve. And I understand that. And there's really nothing that I can say about that. All I can say is if whether it's a hobby or not, if it's something that you're doing on a regular basis and you're studying your images and you see things that you don't like, you have to make a mental note and you have to apply what you've learned and actually, you know, implement those things during the shoot. I think that it's, it's really sad that people will not reach into their pocket and pay $20, um, for a one hour posing class when they obviously need it. I think that, you know, to be disappointed in some of your pictures, um, to not be happy with some of your pictures. You have to take responsibility for that. You do. You have to actually take responsibility for that on your own. And it's like, how many shoots are you going to do before you realize, okay, wait a minute, I actually need to train. And I need to train with somebody who's a professional and I actually have one available to me that offers inexpensive classes. I just, I really don't understand, even if something is a hobby, why you wouldn't want to improve and to complain about things and be unhappy with certain things that you have direct control over. It's like, okay, you're aware of the things that you don't like. You're aware of the things you need improvement on. You're aware of the skills that you've developed that you need improving on. You know, you're aware of the skills that you have yet to develop. So hobby or not, I mean, you know, it's, it's like if you're totally happy with your pictures, then improving is not something that would be a priority. I just highly suggest studying pen-ups of the past. Even if you're stuck and really, really in love with modern day pen-up, the fundamentals of it began a long time ago. And like I said, really, honestly, just a little, a little hint, you're not fooling anyone when you say that you've researched and it doesn't visibly show. And, you know, again, I look at everybody, there are people who, that who come my way that didn't need improving on anything and didn't really need to, to do anything different. And that's rare. But it's also rare for someone to do shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot. I mean, countless shoots and still be unhappy with certain aspects of their pictures that they have every bit of control over. And I don't. And I believe it, it stems from, from education. 
it stems from the research and the lack of knowledge. You really cannot fool someone into thinking that you've done the research. And like I said, if you're telling the absolute truth and have no reason to lie and you really have done the research, well, maybe you need to do more. Um, maybe you need to actually book opposing class on a regular basis until you start to improve, until you start to feel more confident. Uh, you know, your goals are your goals. I, I don't get mixed up with my goals uh, for someone if they're not similar to what they want for themselves. I stop doing that because it's a waste of space. It's a waste of energy and and, you know, my time and my money, it just doesn't make sense. It's just a, a total waste. It's best to, for me, to go off of the exact goals that each and every client that I have um, has on their own. But I highly suggest researching. I highly suggest studying your own images. Um, also, there's certain type of uh, styles and eras that may be best suited for you where, where others aren't. There may be a certain style of pinup that does not fit you best. I'll give you an example. I had a model that just never liked to smile. Now, she would smile and laugh when the camera was not, you know, when there was no photo shoot or she wasn't shooting. But as soon as we it got down to doing the photo shoot, she was back to looking sad, uncomfortable, unhappy, all negative emotions. And it showed. And it did not matter if it was a Christmas pinup, which obviously is going to be bright, bubbly. It did not matter if it was old Hollywood. It did not matter if it was rockabilly. It did not matter if it was 1950, 1960, 1940s. She was constantly doing the same very sad, mundane, low energy, like, I'm not really happy, I'm uncomfortable, I don't really want to be here. It was like, and it did not matter which photographer, what she was wearing, how her hair was done. It was the same thing over and over and over and over again. And it just, those type of expressions are unpleasant. There's no positive energy there. But at the same time, that would be like in comparison to someone who looks right at the camera and smiles big every single shot, every single shoot, no matter what the style is, no matter what the era is, you just can't, that's like JCPenney portraits, you know, looking right at the camera and smiling. There's more to life. There's way more to pen up. There's so much more of a, of a variety. And I, I honestly feel that it's what is within us. I mean, some people put on a certain outfit, and I'm one of them, and it makes me feel a certain way. And so I have different, different facial expressions and different poses automatically because of the clothing, because of the era, because of the style. Same thing when I wear a certain hairstyle. It just makes me feel a certain way. Um, there's so many different variations other than smiling huge like, you know, you're doing an ad for Kool-Aid. There's so many different variations of looking um, serious and sexy and sultry and not looking unhappy, no energy, uncomfortable, um, upset. You know, there's so many different types of things that you can do with your eyes 
There's so many different types of things you can do with your mouth. And then you incorporate those expressions into different poses. You don't have a, a set of images that is filled with variety if you have two different facial expressions and two different poses. You know, so, okay, you, you moved your leg over to the side a different way. Where's the variety? You know, if, if, if you're smiling and looking right into the camera and then you change your pose twice, there's still, there's no variety. You have the same backdrop, backdrop, you have the same clothing, the same hair, and we're getting two different poses, but the same facial expression. That's not a full set. It's not a variety. It's not two different, um, images. It's basically the same image, but with just a different pose you know, that the, there's no variety, um, involved in something like that. And like I said, I honestly don't feel like comparisons are good because everybody learns at a different pace. Everybody has different goals. If you're not driven to do something other than get dolled up and take pictures, then it's going to show. And my whole thing is don't complain then. You know, you have control over the things that you're unhappy with, over the, the poses and facial expressions that you continue to do. You have control over reaching in your pocket and making an effort to take a class or taking one on a regular basis. You know, that is something you have control over. You have control over actually researching, not just saying that you have um, on, again, on a regular basis. So you research for one shoot. That's not, I don't mean to say that's not good enough, but come on. There's going to be different styles. There's going to be different eras. You have to study pen-up history. Study current pen-ups that are popular and you really, really love what they're doing and you love the styles that they do. And then study your own images. Seriously. You know, I, if I, again, it depends on what your goals are, but if I can show you pictures of you from, you know, a dozen shoots ago or a year ago or two years ago, and then show you images of a recent shoot and everything is the same besides your styling. I mean, are you really leaving that much up to me? Are you really going to leave that much up to a photographer that you're going to work with in the future? You know, are you going to be satisfied with what you see? You know, are you satisfied? If you're satisfied, then hey, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, why are you even trying to fix it? That's pointless. You know, it's like you're just, you're just, just asking to waste time. You're wanting to waste your time. But if you do um, see things that you feel like you need to improve on, and like I said, <coughs> excuse me, if you can actually look through a handful of images from two years ago or a year ago or 10 shoots ago and you're seeing the same expressions and the same poses as in your, your most recent shoot, then obviously you've developed skills, um, but you have not improved on them. And obviously you have not developed a variety of skills because there's no variety in your images. So once again, I say this, if you're happy with your images, then by all means, chuck the research in the garbage. Who cares about that? 
Who cares about improving if you don't have any goals other than having fun, getting dolled up and getting images? Okay, that's fine. That's why my photo shoots and what I offer are it's tailor made for each individual client based upon their goals. If you don't have pen up publication as a goal, then we don't work on those things. But like I said, if there are things that you're continuing to see that you're tired of, that you don't like, um, that you're doing, then you're the one that has complete control over that. I can't research for you. I can't develop skills for you. I can't take those skills and have the motivation to improve on them. I can't give you the inspiration and motivation to train outside of photo shoots. I mean, I just can't. All I know is if there are things that you feel like you need to improve on, figure out how you need to do that. If there are things that are within your control and no one else's, then really sit and think about how much effort you're willing to put forth to make some changes, to incorporate new things, and to eliminate things that are not working for you. This should be part of the mental notes that you're taking to every single photo shoot. And that is something that I just don't understand. I mean, you know, if you can't even count how many shoots you've done, that's how many you've done. And yet there's still things about your images that you don't like. I mean, really, whose fault is that? Is it, is it your stylist? You know, is it your photographer? I doubt it because you wouldn't keep going back to them. So take responsibility for, for what you're doing. You know, if, if pen up has to be more than a hobby for you to find motivation and determination and inspiration to research and to improve, then I, I don't know what to say. Just don't complain. <laughs> be happy, you know, take what you can get and be happy because to complain about things and to see that there are things that you should stop doing, but you keep doing them or seeing that you need to develop skills or seeing that you need to go a step further with the skills you've developed already and improve on them. That is also something that comes from within you. It's not from within your stylist. It's not from within your photographer or a magazine owner or a clothing company. It's just not. You know, it has to come from within you. It's the same thing with showing support. There are going to be people that take your money and don't care if you tag them, credit them, whatever. Um, or as long as you credit them. That's it. They'll call it a day. If they see you again, they see you again. If they don't, they don't. They're not concerned about your goals. They don't have goals that include you. They don't have long-term plans that include you. You pay them. They, pro they provide a service. And then they're done. When you start work, working on a regular basis with someone um, who's a professional, they're going to see everything. You, there's going to be no fooling people with, yes, I did the research or no, they're going to be able to tell. And like I said, there are certain people, they're not going to work with you once they realize that you're not showing support. So if, if you want to improve, make it happen. If you want to work with certain people, namely myself, who've made it crystal clear how important showing support is, then you're going to have to start doing it or you're going to be eliminated because I've made it clear that the money is not worth it anymore for me. 
um, to work with somebody who is either extremely difficult to work with or and or somebody who doesn't show support. I think it's difficult to work with somebody who doesn't show support because I don't look forward to seeing them. Um, I don't look forward to posting because I know that they're never going to do any support. They're never going to show any interaction. And frankly, it's like, hello, I'm a stylist for several people, including myself. So I do accept support from someone I'm working with on a regular basis when it comes to my work with my photographers as a model or my work as a stylist with other models, yes, I expect the support to be there. You will be eliminated if the support is not there. It's not worth the, you know, how much I do for $50, my goodness. Um, <laughs> that's a funny statement. But seriously, it's not worth it. it. It's really, really, honestly not worth it. I have no problem styling somebody's hair, taking their uh, images, being paid, and calling it a day. Once you start working with me on a regular basis, and we start making plans for future things, I start inviting you to things, I start involving you in things, I bring you aboard to, to work with companies, things like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, extra images, uh, complimentary shoots, being featured in my columns, uh, selling you things that come from companies at a third of the price, uh, inviting you to shoot with my personal photographers, inviting you to attend events with me, and like I said, bringing you on board to work with and represent companies, getting free wardrobe, getting discounted wardrobe, yes, campaigning for you to be on the magazine covers, placing sponsored ads and magazines with you in it, yes. <laughs> making sure that you get features from every photo shoot that you do. You get interviews, um, you get spreads. Yes, there has to be some support. And uh, if there was any question about it, that will end. The gravy train will definitely end because there's nothing unique or special about someone who's paying me that doesn't show support. That's standard, and that's exactly what you will get from me, is standard. Once everything else is involved, um, the support is either going to be there, which is so easy, and there, there are no excuses, or either it's not. Again, not something I have any control over whatsoever. The control is within you. The decisions are within you, not me not me. You want everything to be standard? Fine. Or you want to be, or you're okay with things being standard and not getting any extras and not, you know, being invited and br being brought aboard on things? Fine. Once those things start to occur, if I don't see any support, you will, you will be eliminated. It's that, it's that simple because of the fact that I, uh, like I said, there's nothing special or unique or uniquely pleasant about somebody who is difficult to work with. You know, what's unique uh, and refreshing and something that's extra is when people do extra, when people compliment, when people show support on a regular basis. That's special. And it doesn't matter how many people are doing it. It's still special. It's still, st even though it's standard and, and common, 
it's still very much special. It stands out just like not researching and not training at home. It's going to show. And, you know, as a model myself, I'm not like giving advice on things that I don't know anything about or that I've never experienced. So when I say, you know, hey, you have the control over these things, I know you do. You know you do. And it's it basically comes down to this. Don't complain about things that you have total control over if you're not going to make a conscious effort to improve. However long it takes you is fine. But if you're not making the effort, don't complain. Because I don't want to hear it. You know, honestly, I just, I don't want to hear it. Because as a model, I already know that it's, it's a cop-out to sit there and complain about things. The same things, but then make no improvement. Why would I feel bad? Why would I feel like, oh, you know, no. I actually feel like I haven't done my job. You know, these are people that make me doubt my methods when these are the same methods, the same process, the same knowledge, the same expertise and specialty and, you know, my skills that I offer to all of my clients. So that's when I stopped doubting myself because I realized that, yeah, people learn different ways and it's up to you to figure that out, not me. If you need to learn by things written down, let's write them down. If you need to learn by printing out pictures and bringing them to the shoot, print out pictures and bring them to the shoot. Um, if we have to actually sit there on my laptop and go through your past images and talk about what needs improving, we can do it. But then at that point, everything is still going to be up to you, period. And yes, I find it difficult. I find it being a difficult person to work with if someone is going to complain about something and then all of a sudden they magically forget everything that they've learned. I, I you know, there's going to be a, a conflict of interest there because I'm not going to sit and work with somebody who's always complaining, especially about things that I have no control over and things that they have every single bit of control over. So do the research. Research, you know, again, if, if you've been doing it for a while, the research should be something that's ongoing, not just researching for one shoot and then all of a sudden when you're there, you forget. Or you research the styling. Okay, so now you know what type of styling that I have to do and that I'm going to do and that you want me to do. What about your skill? What about being aware of poses that are completely unflattering when you do them? Facial expressions that are completely unflattering or don't go with pen up um, or the fact that you need to learn a variety of them. That is just all of that plus more is within your control and your control only. I believe that the more research you do and practicing is going to improve everything that you're doing during your shoots. And as far as not remembering what you've learned at like a million shoots and uh, upon all this research that you say and claim that you've done, then I honestly don't know what to tell you at that point. Just don't complain because your stylist, posing coach, photographer, at some point is going to take it to heart and um, take it seriously and, and, and personally that you're not improving, that you're not retaining 
the information and frankly that you're continuing to complain. So I say do something about it. Make the effort. Don't be above taking classes to learn. Don't be above showing support for something that has nothing to do with you but has everything to do with people that you want to continue working with. We all have choices and I refuse to believe that I'm in control over what other people do because I know that I'm not. Research, 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 research. So I'm going to go. It's a little bit after one. I guess I'm going to head back to sleep here. I got to get up in about six hours. (laughs) I got to get up, up. I'm excited about today's shoot. Very simplistic. And um, I look forward to working with this model This is the beginning of hopefully what is going to be a very long-term business and working relationship. And everything has been going great so far. So I'm very excited about today. I'm also excited about tomorrow. I mean, I'm excited about styling always. Always. It's something that motivates me. And um, it's the same thing with research. I just, I love doing it. And I guess, you know, for a lot of people, it's just not something that they love doing. And that's why it's such a chore. But again, if you're going to make a conscious effort to not research and you're not retaining the information, then just don't, don't complain. Be happy with what you got and, you know, pay for what you're paying for. Get your images, post them and call it a day. It really is that simple. Once you start going further, there's so many consequences and, um, actions for every, you know, and reactions for every action, et cetera, et cetera. So do the research, train, don't be above doing those things, study your own images, be realistic, you know, and, um, don't be a difficult person to work with, you know, really be aware, really be aware. So I'll see all of you guys next time. This is Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince and it's Saturday so I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend and we're at the very beginning of November so excited for the winter holidays so excited for the winter season and again thank you to everybody for all the support I'll see you guys online take it easy spend pen up talk with host Diana Prince ciao